No one is perfect, not even the Uggs. But don't tell them I said that. Here are some screw-ups, edits, and extras from the last episode of The Ugly Truth. We call them Ugly Cuts. One, two, three, go. go. Okay, anyway. Um, so you said you have the outline. You're cool with it. I have the outline. I just have to pull it up. They moved things around a little bit. Here it is. I had to look up some of the names because they weren't coming to mind. I did. I knew, I knew who both, Gary Marshall and uh, Danny Mather, I knew who both of them were. I was just like, yeah. who are they again? Well, I just figured there's there's a lot of women in the news this week, and I have opinions on some of it, but, you know, they're ugly opinions. They're not normal opinions. <laughs> I figured you probably had the same kind of opinions as me. No, I did. But anyway. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started then. Uh, oh, we already did all that. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little out of it today. I've got a, I'm on the third day of a migraine. Oh, that's not I good. think, and I have one Imatrex left. <laughs> so I'm having, like what we talked about a while ago, I'm literally clinging to it. It's like, how bad, how bad am I suffering? Do I need to take it? So, and I'm way before my, ref, my refill. So. Well, I just got mine. So if you need me to drop some off, I can. Um. Well, it feels, it feels like I'm coming... Mine only lasts three days. They are, it's like my period. I mm-hmm. know when it begins and I know it's going to end. And so today it's starting to kind of fade off. So I'm I'm hoping that um, the head pain is getting better, but I'm still having like, I, you know, I need to wear sunglasses because my, you know, all my senses are like hyper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you get that, but I do. <clears throat> I do. Yeah. I kind of get that where I just kind of want to. I just don't really want to go anywhere. I just want to be inside. I just want to right. sit somewhere quietly and be left alone, kind of. Sometimes I fantasize about having a bedroom that's basically blackout curtains like a hotel mm-hmm. and just laying there on a super cool dark bed and have sunglasses on or something. But I usually <laughs> want a bunch of heavy rocks on my head. That's me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love pressure. I, you know what? We should invent... A migraine room. Pressure. Oh, my God. We'd make millions. Millions. They'd be like, the the ugly sisters were my savior. If it wasn't for them, I'd be a drug addict. Right. It'd be so true. Anyway, okay. Uh, All right, here we go. Ready? Yes. (laughs) Sorry. You remember the one where her sister dies and she has to take all the kids? Do you remember that one? Yeah, hold on a second. My cord dropped. Oh, just keep going. No, that's fine. Um, he did Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore. I love that movie. Me too, except that I've seen it a million times now, and the more I see it, the less I like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I absolutely hate that character now. There are others that I like better, and it's more and more obvious that she does not belong in high school. Well, Michael Vartan yes. was in that and movie, was- and he is so cute. Yes, Yes, he's the lead romantic dude, and he's very cute. Although um, for him to switch mm-hmm. the, I guess it is a little odd for him to switch the switch or flip the switch from teaching her to suddenly like wanting to kiss her. That's that would probably be a hard f- flip to switch. Like yes, thinking she's a sixteen-year-old student to wanting to make out with her in front of everybody on the baseball field. I mean, it, that would be a little odd. peculiar. But. Agreed. Um, don't even look. I mean, he could be my cousin, and I would. He's like the slick Mexican. Yeah. He's well. He's Italian, isn't he? Oh, is he? I don't know. Sorry, I, I didn't Italian. mean to insult insult him. <laughs> 
how dare you? No, you're offending me. He doesn't look like, <laughs> he does not look Italian. Scott Bayo. I don't know. You know what? Well, I don't he's care. a poor man's Italian. All yeah, I have to say. I'm not sure what he is, but um, um, what was really funny is the theater. We went to the one up in Folsom, the nicer. It's a little bit mm-hmm, nicer mm-hmm. strip mall area, and it was a Pokemon gym. So when we got there, it was just flooded with people, and we're like, "God, is everybody here to see a movie?" And then what we realized is, no, they're playing Pokemon. They're catching Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Luckily, we were able to like get past all of that and get in, and it was still crowded, but it wasn't so bad. Did you? Are you guys off the Pokemon train? No, we're still playing. We just are you? We, well, I mean, we're a little behind. We all just hit level five, so now we're just oh. uh, getting to our gym status, and we're getting our Excellent. butts kicked. So, well, you have to catch a bunch of Pokemon and evolve them to get nice and strong. But that's the, yeah. to me the fun part is catching them. That's that's what we that's what we're doing. So. Yeah. It's true. Anyway, um, horrible previews. Nothing good's coming out, you know, which is kind of annoying because I always look forward to the previews thinking, oh, what's coming up this winter? When am I going to want to snuggle in and watch, you know? And there's just nothing, nothing good. I like the previews, but then sometimes I don't like the previews because by the time they're over, I forget what I'm there to see. (laughs) You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm just like, oh, I'm like, wait, what are are we here to see? I'm like, what's next? Oh, right. This movie. Well, and you don't even like going to the movies, so... Not usually, but... Um, Chris Hemsworth plays a dumb guy. He plays, like, really, really dumb. Like, he can't even answer the phone properly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, you know, you're wearing glasses, but there's no glass in it. He goes, oh, yeah, they were getting dirty all the time, so I just took them out. And so when something gets really loud, he rubs his... He's like, God, that's really loud. And he's, like, poking his eyes. <laughs> he's God. just a dummy. Anyway, it's stuff like it's little stuff like that. Now, I actually like that kind of humor. So maybe I thought it was even funnier, but um, too scary for Olivia. But I think Ryan and Crystal will find it great. It's okay. super fun. The ghosts aren't scary. That's the thing is they're not scary. It's just but there are some scenes that are scary. And Olivia probably, you know, I mean, she's only seven. So. You know, it's not meant for her. It's a PG-13, but Ryan and Crystal would absolutely love it. It's so good. So good for them. So I think a lot of the complaints were that because of who who directed it, they expected it to be a little bit scary and raunchier. But I think if they had made Ghostbusters R, it would have not done well because there would be a lot of teenagers and little ones, you know, younger ones that wouldn't be able to see it until it came out on DVD. So anyway, I mean, I know you're not going to go see it, but they will like it. So now, did you ever take your son to see Independence Day? We have not yet. And the only reason why we haven't is because a lot of my friends online that did see it, they said that they would rather cut off their arms than go see it again. <laughs> yeah, I, it got really bad reviews. It, I was wondering if you were going to do it anyway. Yeah, they said it was horrible, horrible reviews. So we may go see it anyway, but I'm just not rushing to go see it just well, because might, yeah. it just got such horrible reviews. You might just wait until it comes to like, do you guys have like a dollar theater near you? Like a... We don't. I mean... Subsection? No. No, we don't. I mean, we'll probably... There's a drive-in, but Ugh. everyone really wants to go see... Um, what's the one? The Life of Pets. Yes. Everyone yes. wants to go see that. So we'll probably go do that at some point. 
but Independence Day may have to wait. So wait until uh, Netflix. Wait until something. <laughs> wait until a later day. I know. Well, I mean, as we discussed last week, there's a reason that size zero actresses get all the nude sex scenes because it looks good on camera. An average yeah, really. gal, we would look like Lena Dunham. I mean, that's just the reality. I don't care how cute your face is. That ain't looking good on camera. Well, that's why Lena Dunham's the only one that like directs herself. It's you know she's no one else. Would she's do the it. only one that wants to see herself naked. God, I, I don't know if she even wants to see herself naked. I'm not sure. Well, about she that. she sure directs herself in a lot of nude scenes. That she does. A couple things come to mind on this. I was one. Just, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just say because the gym was going to try and sue her. Um, but they can't because they they don't have this woman's information because based on the the photo they aren't able to you know determine who she is right okay so really quick i don't know what your opinions okay first of all i refuse to watch the Republican National Convention on television. Okay. I absolutely refused. Now, I followed a little bit on Twitter. I got the deets. I got the the, the high notes and the low notes. I got the, the weird lady who did the Hitler salute and then changed it to pointing at people like some dork. I saw that Ted Cruz refused to endorse Donald Trump, which personally I think is appropriate because why would he all of a sudden align himself with well, the Republican it's, Party? It at was this point? not a shock. I mean, the, everyone's no. acting so shocked, but um, it's not. But before he came out, <coughs> excuse me, before he came out, everybody knew he wasn't going to. Yeah, it was like it was for effect. So other than that, I'm like, well, you know, I nothing was shocking. But what I but my point. Uh, that I wanted to make about the RNC was this. There are people who are uh, incredibly passionate fans of sports, football teams, baseball teams. There are people who go to see uh, artists who play in concerts all over the country or all over the world. You know, they're really passionate about it and they'll see them a million times and it will never, ever get boring. Politics is equally as passionate. Mm -hmm. It's it's an entertaining uh, it comes. It's like the Olympics. It comes every four years, maybe every eight years now. And there are people who really get into that stuff. And that's kind of what it was to me is I'm watching people who are super passionate about politics and they happen to be Republican this week. Next week, it'll be Democrats. Mm -hmm. And it's just a big, you know, thing. And, and because they only get to do this every four to eight years, this is their time to party. And that's the way I looked at it. I mean, there was there were no shocks. There were no surprises. I mean, I think I think the Colorado delegates protested and walked out because they don't want to uh, have uh, the presumptive nominee be the nominee. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you know, it's it's just that's really all it is to me. And so it's like, I don't really you know, to me, I don't really care. No, I don't like a lot of the main characters this year. So I, I really didn't want to invest any time in it. But uh, that's that's the way I look at it is if you if this is your party and this is the week to celebrate your party, that's what this is. It's like the Super Bowl um, for me. Yes, that's for them. Yes, that's partly true. Um, there's a lot of definitely a lot of speeches about, um, you know, that in encourage that are, um, you know, encouraging and they incite um, you know, uh, 
not rage, but they, you know, they incite kind of a passion, passion and anger or, mm-hmm. you know, rally and those kinds of things. Um, but I think what you'll find is, you know, the hardcore Republicans, no matter what is said, they are on board regardless. Yeah, they're telling the party line. I think um, the Republicans that are um, there are Republicans that are still looking for those policies um, mm. and we're looking for those policies are still feeling very empty because mm. um, those did not become apparent this uh, convention right. and it was still just more um, uh, fodder I guess you can say as as far as like you know make America great again and you know make America safe and but but no real like how are we going to do that and right. so I think for those uh, Republicans or even those independents that are, are looking to make a decision it, it was not very clear as far as how are those things going to happen it was just more like you know root root for the home team I don't get the impression that the RNC is the place. First of all, there's there's nothing at this point that you're going to see on television that's going to change one's mind. You have to. I think that people are going to have to be a bit more uh, industrious. They're going to have to really do their work. You can't have it handed to you. Not this year. If you really, really don't know what you're going to do, then that's that's the that's the route that one has to take. Well, but for me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, for Trump, though, he really hasn't outlined his policies. Whereas, he many. Well, that's the pro- that's the problem, though, is is that for those seeking out why they should vote for him, they're really looking for him to outline his policies. And um, I just didn't think the RNC is the place for that to occur. Well, I think some people thought that it would, though. Oh, well, it's not. This and is about pumping you up and getting you excited about, you know, voting and November and, you know, whatever else. Some of the things that I found really funny that I did get um, through not watching it on television. First of all, I was a little irritated because MasterChef was new last night and I wanted to see it. And they preempted with the end of the RNC, which ran late. Oh, yeah. And so it came in at like it started at like 830 instead of eight. And so I missed half the show and I accidentally recorded half of the the last half of the RNC, which was irritating. But anyway, oh. Um, <laughs> was I mean we're it's it's old news now and it'll be older news by the time this shows up. But the Melania Trump speech, oh, was right. absolutely plagiarized. And I was like, you know, it's funny listening to people going, well, you know, it's the same points that anybody, any first lady would say. I said I I watched a thing where they did it side by side, and it is verbatim. I don't know yeah. what else to say. And then they're saying the speechwriter came forward. And said, you know, I'll take the fall for this. I did it. Except that this person apparently doesn't seem to exist. And it's a little weird. Nobody knows anything about this person. There's no photos. There's no nothing. There's no proof that she actually lives. Which is weird because Donald Trump has done this before. Where he posed as a reporter that works or uh, some kind of PR person that represents Donald Trump. And this happened like 
five or ten years ago, and he called the Washington Post posing as a PR representative for him when it was clearly Donald Trump. And when they asked him about it when he started running for president, he's like, that wasn't me. That's not me. And it absolutely was him. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there, but I just wonder what's happened you know what what the hell is going in behind the scenes that it's this at this level is so unorganized you know what i'm saying lots of smoke and mirrors crazy it is so crazy i just you have to laugh a little bit (laughs) you know you have to laugh because you're like it also tells you how many handlers politicians at that level actually have you know, and 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 I don't think there are many right now, and that's why all this stuff keeps happening. Well, it's uh, crazy. And I think at at this point in the game, if you read any kind of forum or anything like that, it won't matter what the truth is because right. there is no shortage of people willing to defend right. or make excuses for these people. Well, uh, that the the belief in these people's core of of <laughs> of what is you know real to them is so um, deep that it it really doesn't matter that it right. could be a bald faced lie rolling around on their face and they would never believe it. <laughs> it's like I saw you walking out of her apartment. It wasn't me. It was you. I saw. I bought you that shirt. You were wearing it. You're mistaken. That wasn't me. That was, that was the handyman. <clears throat> so that shirt exists. That shirt is everywhere. Everyone has. That everybody shirt. has that shirt. That's too so funny. Well, so I I thought it was over, but I guess there's one more night. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's not like four. It. Not it's it's uh, a ridiculous one. But I mean, it's the same thing for Democrats, I believe. Yeah, it so. is. You know what? I'm not watching that one either. I don't care to parade. You know, parade the liberals, parade the conservatives. Do whatever you got to do. It's not changing my mind. I'll so. watch it just to see if it's. Um, I'm I'm curious to see if it's going to be as. Um, you know, angry. I mean, I hope not. I hope they. I, I hope they choose not to use their time to bury Trump as much as they chose, as Republicans chose to use their time to bury Hillary Clinton. You know, I hope they right. choose not to, you know, call Trump Lucifer and ask for his execution. Can you and believe that shit? No, <laughs> that's insane. I'm like, are you allowed to do that? Well, no, actually, their secret service is investigating the one guy that asked to ask for her execution. But I mean, you know, that's frightening. That's frightening. But I mean, I would hope that, you know, that's not what our our countries come to as far as the divisiveness of um, political parties. That well, we hate each other so much that we we ask for each other's deaths. The thing is, and and I and I firmly believe this. And Daryl and Daryl and I have had many drunken discussions on our deck about this. Um, that the media has to bear a lot of the responsibility as to why it feels like the country is so divided. We live next to staunch Republicans. We live next to liberals. And uh, we all help each other out in our neighborhood. It doesn't really affect your interactions day to day. I, God forbid, I shop with people who are black and Mexican and like me and super white people and super old people and millennials and people who are tattooed and people who are nuns. And it, it all seems to be 
a-okay in the daily lives of people. But the media makes it sound like we're on the brink of a civil war. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the case. I, I really don't. I mean, it when you're when people are on social media and they're retweeting or they're posting Facebook posts about this or that um, about, you know, love your neighbor and love wins and all that stuff. And we're guilty of it, too, because you, you need an outlet to show that, you know, I don't approve of killing cops or black people for no reason. But the reality is, is that we're all kind of preaching to the choir. The people who are truly hateful we don't know those people there and there's such a small majority but the media takes that and puts it out there as if this is the majority and i don't think that's the case i i firmly believe based on the people that i interact with on a daily basis uh that that the majority is you know that calmer heads prevail that regardless of who wins in november um i know most people are very confident that it will not be Donald Trump. I'm not so confident. I don't know. I am unwilling to make a call on it. But my point, because he, it elicits so much fear and hatred that the thought of him becoming an elected official. However, um, I don't, you know, and, and Daryl, too. I mean, he works in the city. There's yes, he actually was late because of a protest yesterday in the city. Nobody died. Nobody got arrested. It just and it was a very small group compared to the majority that is out there existing. So I I wish that the media wouldn't trumpet. I don't mean to say it like that. I wish the media wouldn't blow it up so much to thinking that our world is falling apart because I just don't believe that that's the case. There is not mass chaos in the streets of Elk Grove or here mm -hmm. or San Francisco. It's just not. And so um, I've tuned out a lot of it. That's a lot of the reason why I don't watch it. And if you talk to anybody who was walking around as an adult in the 60s and 70s, this is what it was like back then. Mm -hmm. Except the but and they might have been equally. I think they were more important back then because it was the equal rights movement and the civil rights movement. I think those are a, a bit more important than what we're doing today. But I almost feel like we're just refining things in this day and age. And sometimes it just requires some passion. But the hate, um, I think, is. I don't think that many voices are, are spewing hate. I just think that they get the biggest microphone. And I'm hopeful that people like me and you, uh, people like my, you know, in-laws or whatever can just be sane about it and realize that maybe things are getting a bit overblown is my point. Because I have in-laws, too, who are staunch Republicans, hardcore mm -hmm. party, to you know, po to toe the line. But they have no problem talking to me. <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, so that's my hope anyway. That that is my hope. That at the end of the at the end of the day, you know, calmer heads prevail and we don't lose our shit. Well, I mean, that's a good hope. I definitely think that's a good hope. But I mean, I know that, you know, we are our listenership is nationwide and I yeah. know that in various cities that protests are very real. And well, they're they're here too. We have protests here. I had, we had a protest not even um, a mile away from our house, actually. And that racial tension is very real in many other states. And so I wouldn't want to downplay. Um, I'm not downplaying it. I'm just saying that I don't think that it's. I don't think that this there's a bitter hatred that's dividing the country. I don't. I don't think that's true at all. 
Uh, because there are people who there are people of all colors in those protests so i don't believe that it's a racial issue i think that it's a it's an issue of uh, just things being brought to the forefront that need to that need to change and that's essentially all it is i don't think that there's some significant you know flaw in any system that can't be remedied personally I mean, that's just me because, I mean, just look at just look at the, the, the variety of, of cops. Look at the variety of, of people in those protest groups. It's not all black and white. It's just not. It's so, you know, it's the same thing when when uh, gay marriage was a was a significant issue. Um, this is this is essentially, you know, one of those things that, you know, the awareness needs to be there and things have to change. But, you know, the whole racial thing, I'm, you know, I'm sure Daryl will cut most of this, but, you know, we have a black president. I don't know. I mean, and he was voted in twice, you know, so what, what more, you know, it's like what more proves that the majority of us are cool with it? You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's why I struggle with these, with the Republican nominees talking about, you know, dicing up all these groups and saying that they're all, they're less than, or it's like, I I think the, I think the country has proven that we kind of, we kind of don't feel that way anymore. Only a small majority of people feel that way. We have a black president. I think that proves something. We have a woman running for president. That proves something to me. That's a big deal. She may be a, a terrible person. I don't know, but I don't know her. But what I do know is that 20 years ago, that wouldn't have happened. And it didn't happen 10 years ago. They picked a black guy over a white woman to be president. So, you know, I'm not saying that it isn't difficult and that there aren't uh, issues that need to be, you know, um, addressed. But I also really, if you look at, the, if you step back and take a look at what, what we're doing, I mean, we're, we are making some strides. That's why that's why I feel like that these things will come to a, some kind of resolution that will be, you know, it'll it'll appease and it will things will go back to a calm at some point. I don't think it can it, nothing like this can last. It can't last forever. It just doesn't. So anyway, that's what I'm thinking. All righty. <laughs> you don't agree, huh? Oh, I just see things differently. Okay. But that's all right. You don't think that having a black president proves anything? No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I just I, was- I just think that things will probably get a little worse before they get better, but I agree. I so absolutely agree with you. I think as, you know, as optimistic as I'd like to be, you know, I I don't think that uh that's gonna change the outcome and so i'd rather be uh more informed than um you know turning a blind eye to what's truly going on in the world even if the media is keeping it more i guess sensationalized you know i i I think they absolutely sensationalize it i think i can weed through the bullshit and really you know know more what's going on and and i do think that we're in a unique period and uh i do think there's some ugly things going on in the world that 
you know, are unlike anything we've seen in our recent years that do need to change. And uh, if they aren't going to change, I think people around us are going to change them for us. And that's Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be the worst before things get better. So. Right. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, I I don't I I don't turn a blind eye. I just refuse to allow. First of all, I stopped watching sensationalized media a long time ago. I I was telling Daryl that I'm like, you know, the the need for true journalism from, you know, like periodicals there. There's going to be a resurgence for that, like your friend Matt. Those mm-hmm. types of reporters, there's a strong need for that now because when you look at the the CNN, Fox, and MSNBC, it's like it's like watching the Inquirer 24 yeah. hours a day. Everything's breaking news. Nothing is just news anymore, and it's because that's what gets people worked up and scared and mad. And and the thing is, is that if you want to just be informed, go find a newspaper, you know, and not an actual one. Because, but I mean, go to go to a, a reputable journalistic driven newspaper uh, website or whatever that will give you the facts not the drama and the panic and the you know the new the the pictures of people burning a flag or being shot or scaring you you know read the facts to figure out what's really going on and 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 double check it you know cross reference it and and look for different medias that aren't all owned by the same company or you know it's really it's and it's very difficult but you can do it but I don't know if everybody does that you know I don't think everyone you know has the tenacity to to really know what's going on it's hard it's really hard it's easy to be just spoon-fed what Fox or or MSNBC feeds people Mm -hmm. instead of researching it but you know that's I mean I try to do that when it's something that 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 I feel like I need to know more about this or whatever, then I go and, and seek it out. It's really hard, though, because everything's so opinion-laden or politically slighted that it's hard to, to see what the real details of something are, you know? Oh, I agree. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you and I are on the same boat, actually. I just think we have a different perception of, of you know, events unfolding. But... Um, Anyway, I'm sure Daryl will cut all that out, but that's okay. I, I knew we wanted... I, I was curious what you thought about the RNC personally. I just see it as a big show. I mean, I don't really see it as anything serious. Um, it's more of just like officially capping off who the nominee is and then parading out all the people who are excited about it. And that seems to be the thing. I... I almost wish that I was passionate about a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be kind of interesting to go and be like all in. It'd be weird. Well, I mean, it pro- it probably would be if it if there was some substance to it. That's the problem is with the the RNC. There was no substance to any of the speeches. So, yeah. and it would have been easy. It would have been a lot nicer if there was. Um, if he had laid out his policies a long time ago, then they could have actually played off of them. Um, and then there would have been actual, you know, something to build upon, but they didn't really have anything. So they had to go to the same old, you know, why Hillary sucks, why Obama sucks, you know, (laughs) how we're going to make the world, you know, or not how we're going to make the world, but we're going to make the world better. We're going to make the world safer, 
you know, right. we're going to make the economy better. But, you the know, tried and true. We don't know how, but we just will. And we're going to go get those bastards and blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, and it's just like, you know, nobody knows how, but, you know, we just will. And so right. and just getting everybody riled up. But, you know, with with no actual uh plan just kind of like you know okay ready let's go and you know everyone starts running and then we're like wait where are we going going? you know how are we gonna get there traditionally i've never seen those uh conventions that's not where you lay that out usually it's during the debates and stuff that are going to be coming ahead of it this is more of the celebration and that's I mean, traditionally, that's what it's been. Unless and you'll see the same thing coup. in the debates. He yeah. he won't have a plan. I, well, I, I would not yeah, be surprised if he'll sail through all these debates without a plan. He'll go, 9, 11. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So, so anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I guess we'll, we shall see what we shall see with the DNC next week. And, uh, you know, probably more the same would be my guess. More celebrating more pseudo celebs and music and you know partying and whatever oh they're in philadelphia so hello yeah i said yeah hello hello are you hearing me yeah i hear you you are you doing something no i hear you i know i think there's been a there's a delay hello yeah there's a delay let me call you right back okay bye Hello? Hey. Is that better? No, we still have a delay. Oh, we'll just we'll just have Daryl shorten up the the lulls. That's okay. okay though. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. There is one thing we have in common. She likes wine. So maybe that'll be the thing. Oh, maybe I, that'll be the thing. I'm sure her wine is very lovely. I'm sure it is. I can do that, too. I can do the lovely wine thing. I'm sure her wine is down in her cellar. (laughs) Would you like to smell the bottle cap, Mrs. Bryce? My God. I'm recording. I know. I'm I'm just doing the five seconds. (laughs) Is your air conditioner on? Oh, I thought you were going to do it after the go. I am. I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. All right. One, two, three, go. My air conditioning is not going. (laughs) Oh, well, it'll be fine. Who cares? All right. Well, you know, because your stepdaughter flies in from Oakland, right? Or did? And the only reason why we do that is because um, she's still considered an unaccompanied minor. Right, right. She has to fly. um, Well, we prefer her to fly nonstop. Yes. And so there's only one nonstop flight from when she flies in from texas so mm. oh god that's yeah that's why we do and that's it the that one. way yeah. you guys should drive over when i was there the coolest thing we probably saw is um when we drove to the north shore yeah and we saw the the beaches there it's like literally walking on like talcum powder oh and so nice. um the waves are huge that's where they surf right yes yeah so yeah. that was probably the coolest thing we ever saw when yeah. we were there and it's no one and no one was really over there i mean that's just cool. just the surfers and stuff so. well they're on the eastern side on the other side of waikiki uh is where like the trump hotel and turtle bay and all of these really highfalutin fancy resorts if you are. go to the trump hotel jamie i will punch you 
Paula, in a million years, I would never go. Okay, in fact, it's considered bef- before this whole debacle occurred when like a year ago when we were looking, I even back then I said, I can't I can't do it. I It's it's considered the number one rated hotel on that side of the island. And I said, no, absolutely not. I can't. It's, I couldn't give him any money at all. I, can't I don't even care believe that it would just seem like such a cheese fest. Well, I, just, I, like, I know. I know. But what I understand is when it comes to properties like that, he lends the name. He doesn't necessarily like run it or own it or anything like that. And who knows? You know, in six months, that thing could be the Four Seasons. We don't even know. They may dump the name for all we know. Motel Six. Right. And so but but past that is where the North Shore, obviously the North Shore is. Daryl wanted to know if we could drive around the whole island because I know we did it in Kauai. And I said, I have no idea. I mean, I would be down for it. But the traffic is so bad that it takes a half hour just to get to central Hawaii from where we are. So it's like, yes, I want to sit in commute traffic on vacation. No, I really don't. <laughs> it's so. it's really not that big of an island. When no. I, we tried to do it, the only hurdle, we, like I said, we ran up against was when we were on the western side. Right. The road actually ended. And mm. it, it didn't let you go past a certain point. And so mm-hmm. you can't... It, it wasn't actually circular. Maybe it's like a big U or something. I think that's what it was. Mm, and well, so that makes sense. Um, that's how Kauai is. But that may have changed since I've been. Because right, like I said, right. that was so long ago. In California especially, if you're just flying within California or the western part, even all the way to the east coast, Southwest flies everywhere and you can check a bag for free. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like it's... And you're not saving anyone any time, you know, by by not checking it. They like, just don't want to go deal with the carousel or something it's, like and that. And that's so dumb know? because we're out just as fast as anybody else, really. And and I because I, I check everything. I check everything if I can. I hate it. I hate taking. Are you guys taking up a whole row or how are you guys sitting? Um, because it's such a full flight. Um let's see Ken Mackenzie and her friend are sitting across from us because it's one of those planes where there's like five in the center of the plane and then three on either side right okay so it's big um they're sitting across from us on the aisle and then me and Malia and Daryl are on the window side okay so we're, we're only separated by an aisle that's not bad yeah and I actually prefer I would prefer it if they were in front or behind me but I can see them so that's all that really matters to me sure Emily is with me so that's you know. the best yeah that's yeah. the best case you know we tried to get Tyler to go but then he moved out and he's got a girlfriend and he's all on his own Natalie yeah. got married yeah. but when we first started playing this trip Natalie wasn't even married yet so now she's you know so it's like all right so now it's just going to be this but we're doing it and this is just the way it is now so and they're not it's not like they're you know um obese or no. you know they, like they they've kept themselves in in good health right to probably keep doing this yeah and so it's, it's not sad. like there's imminent threat of them <laughs> healing over and dying or something other than like for that. old age i mean i mean not even you know, like they're thinking of you know making it hip and cool and everyone's gonna have iphones and beats it's it's, beats by dre you know pbs they were about the education and that's because it was it was the public broadcast service you know right and it that that's just not what it is anymore well and not only that but i mean i mean man sesame street is is so important i mean this 
Children's well, programming is not their forte. Their, I mean, they do have some of their children's programming, but it's very like I would say obscure. Some of their children's yeah. stuff is obscure. I'm trying to think of any. I I don't. I, I can't think of any. I I will. The kids watch it. Some ah, of their okay. stuff, but um, <laughs> I well. What's the other one? Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey. I, you know, I like her, but she kind of weirds me out a little bit. I feel like she takes really weird roles and s- scary roles for I don't know what purpose. Uh, she's just kind of, she's a very handsome woman. She's a handsome woman. That's- yeah, I just feel like she takes these really weird, cre- like, why isn't she on um, that that scary show that everybody likes? American Hotel or what's that? American Horror Story? I don't know. She could be on that show. If she hasn't been yet, she could definitely be on that show. She's scary to me. She kind of scares me. If I met her, I'd be afraid. She would fr- frighten she me a bit. She looks like a very tall woman. Tall, handsome woman, it's yes. Very, she's a tall <laughs> drink of water. It was funny because it reminded me, this, is, this was in the early years when it was actually funny. It reminded me of a story that the Kardashians told. Uh, Courtney had... Um, somebody had uh, Kim had borrowed one of Courtney's jeans pairs of jeans and she was so furious that she went to Kim's school interrupted her class and said excuse me I need to speak to my sister she has a pair of my jeans and she made her return them at the school well I didn't do that we were so vicious I was um, speaking when you told me you wanted to do this today I was like oh that's good and then there was a gossip news blurb about the royal uh, Pippa Middleton is getting she's married she's getting married yeah and uh, what's the what's her sister's name uh, the one that's married to Kate. the prince Kate Middleton yeah. God I'm just so bad with names um, well there was a little blurb saying that there's drama and that they're having a falling out. And I was like, they're sisters. They probably fight regularly. They have to fight. It's how you get it out. It's how you move on with your life. Well, you can't not if fight. It's a wedding. She probably is just like, this yes. makes me look fat. I've had two children. What are you thinking? No, it's more. Yeah. Or it's more like this. It's like, oh, well, pardon me, Princess Kate. I didn't realize my wedding wasn't going to be the big event I'm of the sorry. year. The best I could pardon do me. was to marry a hedge fund billionaire. I know he's <laughs> no royalty. God forbid. And it's like, excuse me for not having a prince and a princess in my family. He's like, don't you talk about my children. Yeah, you love your niece and nephew. It's like, well, I do. But still, this is my day. <laughs> you know that's what's happening. I mean, it has to. That's what happens. Jeez. You will not wear black to this wedding. Are you insane? I have had two children and I can't wear Spanx any longer. I am wearing black. Anyway. So that's what happens. It's what happens. Sisters fight. It's what we do. That is funny. <laughs> and true. And I could have sworn, I'm like, I could have sworn Jamie just said something ran across your toe. Like, didn't uh, you just have something run across your toe recently? I don't think so. Okay, maybe I dreamt it. I don't know. No, well, no, but I mean, there, there. I have a lizard situation that I haven't even begun to tell you about. Oh my so maybe I, I told you about the lizard. I named it Lucifer because it's, it's angry and dangerous. Okay. Remember, and I told you he was in my garden, and I, and he scared me because he kind of followed me around in my garden, and finally I left and I let him win because I didn't want to deal. And then Daryl found his skin. He molted. Oh, yeah. 
I don't think so. I think Riddell is hiding in the pipes underneath. We have a drainage system that keeps the backyard from flooding. And we think Riddell's under there because Bodega gets really curious every once in a while in the same area that Riddell always is. But uh, no, this lizard, this Lucifer lizard, uh, Daryl was out there um, pulling some vegetables out of the garden and he was there. And he he was giving Daryl problems. And then finally he retreated. Uh, back to the tomato plant where he apparently lives now. So I won't ever be going in my garden again. So, yeah. Yeah, he's freaking me out. I don't Yuck. like him at all. But I can't imagine him running across my foot. But I, it just, it was the strangest. I, I don't even know what I did or I don't why know. that what was made him even think acceptable he was buzzing or you. what happened. But we're walking and some... You know, the thing with the area of where this target is, it's very Walmarty. Uh, it's just not the caliber. You know, the reason people go to Target is to avoid Walmart people. Mm-hmm. And I and when I say Walmart people, it's not the only option is Walmart area. I'm talking about where there's other options, but people frequent this area and you wouldn't want to know them or be your neighbor. Okay, that kind yeah, of Walmart. I know what you mean. So... Uh, it's got it gets really Walmarty at night, and so when I had got out of the water, I was walking around in the sand, so yes. I felt like there was like you know how you get sand on your feet when you're yes. in the water. So I felt like there was like a little bit of a caked layer. So I felt like there so it wasn't. wasn't I felt like there yeah. wasn't like total skin to skin contact, <laughs> skin on claw contact, skin on Ugh. skin on scale contact gross it was enough it was enough that is quite enough that's all i want so i'm going to have an eighth grader i'm going to have a fifth grader Mm. and um because we had a little bit of some struggles last year we get to have a bonus year and i will have a first grader uh, one, I am so relieved one that time. you know what so what better now than never because you know what this is going to be a, the bonus bonuses are good she bonuses t- are always good she took the news really well actually good and so um, oh I'm so glad and because uh, we're actually going to be starting them at a new school uh, it's even better, so that way she's yeah. gonna be going into first grade at a new school. Um, sh- we told her she didn't have to tell anybody that she had already been in first grade. So no, you know what? No need. It it was a it was a. It's just one of those things. Yes, she won't even think about it when she's older. It won't even be on her register. So. No, and actually, she's yeah. It's it's gonna be. It's going to be good. We're it's going to be great. Really looking, it's going to be great. So <laughs> we're really looking yeah. forward to uh, the school year. So things are going to be great. Thanks for checking out this week's Ugly Cuts. Join us for an all-new episode dropping every Sunday on your favorite podcast platform. And, of course, UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. 